Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. We talk a lot around here about the power of words, and my guest today has put a different spin on this important subject, and it's changing many people's lives. I hope this episode goes to show you that we all have a gift, and maybe you will be inspired to show your kindness and love through a creative way you may never have thought about before. Amanda Siebert, the founder and original mama of Mama Sing My Song, featured in Pure Wow and Indianapolis Monthly, Mama Sing My Song is a company that creates personalized songs and lullabies for thousands of kids all around the world. Expanding upon her company's mission to celebrate the diversities of each child through song, Siebert's debuted children's book, Mama Sing My Song, A Sweet Melody of God's Love for Me, will be released on Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. More on that coming in the show. She lives in Indianapolis with her husband and three children, where they try to fill their home with songs, dance, and laughter each day. It was such a great interview with her, and I'm just so encouraged after speaking with her and more motivated to just speak truth and love and encouragement over my children every day. So this is a little bit different from what we usually talk about on the show. But again, stick around. This is going to be such an encouragement to your heart. I truly do believe it. I also, before we get into the show, want to thank you, all the members out there and supporters of the show, whether that be in reviews or shares or monthly gift to help me keep this show going. Your monthly giving of $3, $5, $10, it really does allow me to keep giving you this podcast every week. So if that's something you feel led to do, go to patreon.com slash empoweredbirthpodcast to start your monthly gift today. Okay, let's get into the show. Welcome to the Empowered Birth Podcast. I'm Allie McLean, registered nurse, home birth doula, and former feminist. My mission is to guide you into the freedom that is God's design for femininity, birth, and motherhood. There's a movement happening of powerful women uniting around finding out God's best for us. You're going to find information here that you won't find in your basic childbirth education class. You'll hear stories of women and birth professionals who are experiencing the redeeming experience that birth can be. You're going to get all the information you need to confidently navigate your way from pregnancy to postpartum and beyond. Are you ready to go on a Holy Spirit empowered adventure? Then stick around. You're exactly where you should be. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm really excited for today's episode and just what we're talking about. It is a little different, but I also think that this is going to be a really important episode and just a good reminder for all of us because we're talking about the power of words and the way that you use the power of words is very unique, but Mm. I love it. I think it is so amazing and such a special thing. So I'm really excited to get into that conversation today. So first off, would you just introduce who you are and maybe go into a little bit about what you do? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Like you said, my name's Amanda. I'm a mom of three. I have a seven, five, and three-year-old. 
And then I also have a business that's been going for about four years. We write personalized songs and lullabies for kids, kind of songs of love and affirmation, words of truth, who they are, what the qualities that a parent sees in them. And then the parent can sing that over their child as a way of kind of speaking those words of affirmation and producing security and love in the child. So our company is called Mama Sing My Song. And then I also just wrote a book under the same title. So that's kind of the overview. (laughs) Yes, I love it. So how did you first start your business? What was the thing that made you say kids need more affirmation and I'm going to do it in a song? (laughs) Totally. Well, I completely believe that kids need affirmation. And I think that song is so powerful, but I didn't even realize that when I started the company, I was just a desperate mom. When I first had my first baby, she was super fussy and we were driving in the car. She was screaming in the backseat and I didn't know what to do. So I just made up a little song with her name in it and it worked. It totally calmed her down. And so I did what I think any mom would do. I just sang it over and over and over and it kind of became her song. And it was also my go-to tool. I think a lot of times as moms, we are looking for something like we don't, we're all learning. We're all trying to figure out what we're doing. And so this was my tool. When I needed something, I would sing this song over her. And it just seemed to have this like security producing feeling of love for her. And as she grew a little bit older, she'd say, mama, sing my song, mama, sing my song. and then that from there, it just kind of went out of control. I started writing songs for friends and cousins. And then one thing led to another. And here we are four years into our official business. And we've written thousands of songs for kids all over the world, just words of love and affirmation for parents to sing over them. And I think song is so powerful because it sticks in our minds in a way that, you know, we remember the songs that we learned as kids. And those words are just in our minds forever. So I think putting those words to music, there's something really special that can happen there. Yeah. Especially, I think it's in the first seven years, classical education does song for memorization. So it's going to be something that your kids are going to remember forever because it's that formative years of memory building. Yes. So that's such a beautiful thing that you're giving so many children. So what was it about words or when was it that you realized kids do need a little bit more affirmation and just the power of words? Can you talk a little bit more about that and what you are finding as you're writing songs for people? Definitely. I mean, don't we all need words of affirmation? I think Amen. (laughs) there's something that we all desire to be known and seen. And so when someone calls out something that they specifically see in you, it's powerful. And words of affirmation are only, they're only worth anything if they're also true. And so someone can tell you these flowery words, but if they're not true, then it really doesn't matter. But when we see something and call it out, that is true and wonderful in our child or in anyone, there is something so powerful. And I think empowering, like I remember even as a kid, my parents were great examples of this. My dad has a way of just looking and seeing like what could be almost. And so he would, even when I was maybe in elementary school, he'd say, Amanda, God made you to be a leader. I see leadership qualities in you. I wouldn't have been able to see that in myself as a fifth grader, but my dad called that out in me. And then I started to believe you're right. I am. God did make me to be a leader. And so this is how I can use that for good. And just, I think sometimes like as parents, we have this awesome privilege and responsibility. God has given us these kids and 
has given us eyes to see them, their identities are being shaped through the words that are spoken about them. And so as as parents, we have this beautiful opportunity to speak words of love and truth over our children in a way that will help them form those identities. Yeah. And that's something that I do talk about on the podcast quite often is our words are so powerful that they can create intention and they can impact our decision-making and just our Mm -hmm. feelings and thoughts around something. And so I see that have very just tremendous outcomes for women who are using words flippantly versus Mm. women who use their words intentionally. And so it does not surprise me whatsoever that the same thing I see during labor and birth with words. Yes. Does not carry over to parenting. And so I think that this is such a beautiful carryover of a good reminder that just as much intention and thought that you put into your words during labor, that doesn't end when you have a baby, like speak over that baby, because you are the most important person forming their futures, like with your words. And I've said like Proverbs 21, I think 10, maybe it was like the power of the tongue. There's life and death. Yes. I was going to say that same thing. Yes. Yes. I think that's so, so profound and so true. Yeah. So I just see so much power. Is there any, like when you're writing a song, what does that process look like and how does that work? Because I imagine it would be a little difficult not knowing the child. Yeah, it's so much fun. So parents come to our website, mamasingmysong.com. They tell us about their child. We have a questionnaire for them to tell us about their child's personalities and some of the child's favorite things, things that really make them happy. And then one of my favorite questions is what are your hopes or dreams or prayers for your child. And so parents can use that space to just tell us what they pray or hope for their child. And then we're able to take all of that information, even though we don't know the child, we're able to see the child through the parent's eyes and then speak those same things back to the child as if it's coming from the parents Mm -hmm. and put it to melody, which can be so powerful and touching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Is there a special song or something that really just hit you or a special kid or what, I guess, what is one of your favorite memories from that? Oh, wow. That's a hard one to think of offhand. We've written, I think I've personally written about a thousand songs now and our company has written many more than that. But I think some of the most touching ones are ones that I would have never, ever considered myself qualified to write, like Mm -hmm. songs for a stillborn child or, Mm -hmm. you know, a child who's passed away. Or I wrote one for a girl who took her own life and Mm -hmm. her family wanted a song to remember her by. And those type of songs, when I'm asked to do it, everything in me thinks, who am I to be able to create something to offer to this family that's grieving? And yet I want my answer before it even is in my hands. I want my answer to always be yes to whatever Mm -hmm. God brings in front of me. And so when those songs come, it just feels like this beautiful, humbling opportunity to be able to create something that hopefully can be a blessing to these families. So those songs are always really powerful to write. And then also just to know the impact that they're able to have on the families. Yeah, no, that's, that's wonderful. What, so you talked about having a book that's being released Mm -hmm. or has it been released? 
next month. Well, no, this month, today's September. So this month, this month, exciting. Well, what was the inspiration behind this book? Yeah. In so many ways, the book is just an extension of what we've already been doing. So it's named after our company, Mama Sing My Song, A Sweet Melody of God's Love for Me is the Mm -hmm. name of the book. And we, for the last four years, have been writing these very personalized songs for children with their name and all of their specific qualities for individual children and for families to sing over them. But the book is really a song written for every child. And it's the wonderful qualities of who God made them to be that would be more uh, like a broader picture of who God created them to be, how much they're loved by a parent, and then also celebrating how a parent's love is just a glimpse of God's love for them. It's a reflection and God loves them a million times more than we ever could. Yeah. So so many ways, it's just an extension of what we've already been doing. Yeah. That's beautiful. And is this a picture book or is this? Yes. It's a children's book. And I guess I should also mention it's recorded as a song. So it's one of those kind of books that you can either read like just in rhyme or it has a QR code. So you can download the song that goes with it or listen to the song that goes with it and sing along or play it in your car as you're driving or whatever. So it can be, I don't know. I have a few books like that, that I read with my kids that are Mm -hmm. sing-along books and that can be sweet too. Yeah. And how have you seen music or words affect maybe not just your children, but children? Have you gotten any stories from parents? Yes. Every single day, honestly, we get stories all the time from families who are just sharing about what these songs mean to them and the way that it brings them together, the connection that they're experiencing when they sing these songs, the change that they're seeing in their children, even as they sing these words of love and affirmation. We this year have a big foster care initiative as well. We were foster parents previously. We're not now, but it's such an honor in this season to be able to support the foster community in a very different way through songs. So we have a goal this year of giving away a thousand songs to foster children. But the stories we hear from foster families are also really amazing. Just these children who maybe need an extra reminder that they are loved and treasured and wonderfully made. And even parents have talked about the way it's helping rewrite some negative self narratives that maybe they're holding on to that, okay, these bad things happen because I'm bad or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so many stories of the ways that these songs are having an impact and things that God is doing beyond what I ever could have imagined in a million years. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think I cannot remember where I heard this, but kids who are less than five, when they're corrected, they think that they're bad and like they internalize that. And they just, even if it was like, no, don't do that it's like, well, I'm a bad person. Mm -hmm. And so what are some other lies maybe that you've heard kids have and how this song has just, or their song has maybe changed that and brought truth into their lives? Yeah. I'm trying to think that's a specific one with the children in foster care, Mm -hmm. specific lies that children might believe about themselves. Maybe just, yeah, their low self-esteem or even maybe even rather than just the lies they believe about themselves, it's like before they even believe the lies, it's telling them the truth about Mm -hmm. who they are Mm -hmm. and building them up before they have a chance to beat themselves down. I hope that these songs are foundational in their young years so that Mm -hmm. when they get to the older years, like middle school or 
college or adulthood that the words of the song and the truth about who God has made them to be will stick with them as they grow. That maybe the lies that are more common as we get older, I hope that their songs will stick with them then. Yeah, no, I could see that being really important because we are being bombarded with all of these messages about who we are, you know, our worth and all of these things. And so knowing like the truth in those foundational years is really going to equip a lot of kids for the future and to kind of have that safeguard around their hearts to protect them from that. I think that's so wonderful. So what are your, have you written songs for like all ages or is it mostly like before a certain age or what does that look like? We have written songs for all ages. People sometimes think, oh, should I wait until my child's a little bit older? So I really Mm. know their personality. Or sometimes people think, oh, is my child too old? And I should have done it when they were younger. And my answer is always whatever age your child is right now is the perfect age to write their song. I wrote my own kids songs when they were just newborns. So I don't think there's any age that's too young to start singing and speaking words of love and affirmation over your child. And in the same way, I don't think there's any age that's too old to hear that either. And so for me, yeah, my advice is always wherever you are, this is the time. And we have written songs for all across the spectrum. I love it. That's so cool. And where can people find your book at or even connect with you? Yes. I hang out on Instagram the most. So it's at Mama Sing My Song. We're also on Facebook. And then our website is mamasingmysong.com. That's where parents can go to start the process for a song for their own child. And our book is also available on the website or anywhere you order books, Amazon, anywhere. It's available everywhere. I love it. I was going to mention one other thing as you were talking about the power of words. The book, one of my favorite features is that the front and back have these full dedication pages, not just, okay, to so-and-so on this date, but it's like a whole paragraph for the wonderful qualities I see in you and my hopes and dreams for your life, a word or verse that I speak over you and my prayer for you. And so just these pages that will be a place for parents to sit down with intention, think about their child and write those things down. And I hope that in years to come, I hope that the words of the book itself will be a blessing to the children, but I know in years to come that those words written in a parent's handwriting will be such a treasure to those kids as they grow. So, yeah, that sounds like an amazing baby shower gift. That's or, I think so too. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to know what I always have the biggest trouble finding out what am I going to buy for a baby shower? So yes. this is going to be my new go-to. I think yes. that that's so wonderful. Oh, um, good. Is there anything that you would leave with my listeners? Like any advice or thoughts, any encouragement you have? Oh, so many things. I guess in light of the conversation that we've been having just now, that your words matter. Your words are so powerful and take that responsibility seriously. Look around today for maybe pray for fresh eyes to see your children, your spouse, the people around you to see who God brings upon your path and then to speak the words of life and truth into them. I think we have this awesome privilege to be able to speak into other people's life. And so to take that seriously and be grateful for 
the power that we do have with that. Yeah. And I, I just love the reminder that it's never too young to speak life over your child. And I just love that yes. you, you know, wrote this song for your newborn because I mean, the reality is postpartum is so difficult. And I know so yes. many times that we're just really focusing on survival totally. um, in that first three months. And so just as a reminder, like, it's not just life-giving for your child to hear the words coming out of your mouth. Like it's life-giving for you as well yes. to speak. And I mean, it talks about like the Bible talks about whatever comes from your mouth flows from your heart. And yes. so it's just a good reminder of like, okay, what words am I speaking over my kid? Where is my heart at in, in this? And it's kind of a good check for yes. us. And I think so often in that newborn phase, especially it can just be like, a fog. Mm -hmm. And like I said, for me, this was such a helpful tool to have my go-to tool of, okay, my baby's fussy. What do I do? Yeah. I sing her song. We're rocking. What am I doing? When you have a baby, I don't know. A lot of times I felt like I didn't know what to do. And so mm -hmm. it was helpful for me to kind of have my go-to tool. And I think that can be useful for new moms, especially. Oh, I believe it a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I'm on my fourth child and I still yes. feel like I don't know what I'm doing. And that first we're all months, figuring so. it out. Yes, uh, yes, for sure. Oh, well, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'll put the links in the show notes and make sure you Perfect. go connect with her here. There's samples of your songs on yeah. your website too. Yeah. Yes. So go listen to some of those. They're beautiful. I've heard a couple of them. I know you've written for some of my friends that I've heard yes. um, that are just beautiful. So I'm really excited that you came on and shared today. That's so great. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's been yeah. a delight. <laughs> I am so glad and thankful that Amanda came on the show today. I'm serious about buying her new book for all the baby showers I get to go to. <laughs> what a great gift. Make sure you get yours by clicking the link in the show notes below. And as just a little reminder, would you take a moment and leave a review? Your review helps this podcast growing so we can get more amazing guests like Amanda on the show. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, stay empowered. Stay empowered.